right, everybody. Welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. Morning, Clayton. Morning. I've got my morning voice on. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I got I got sleep in my throat. I went on Sunday uncharacteristically and went and watched the Steelers with a friend of mine at like a sports bar. Oh, gee, I wonder what friend that was. Not you. <laughs> no, I know what friend it is. Um, and it was great because it was like, it was like a big sports bar, so I didn't feel weird, but it was like loud just because they had like games going and stuff. And I like screamed basically the whole time. Just talking to her, not because of the game, even though the Steelers did lose. I don't know if you know. Oh, yeah. But, Roethlisberger's completely washed. Yeah. I couldn't believe he was still playing. Uh, it, like, this isn't a football podcast and everybody will... We, we can't have this conversation, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's done. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a heartbreaker. But, of course, then that night I'm, like, barely whispering, like... My throat is completely raw, and I'm like, "Did I catch COVID at the bar?" Oh, I <laughs> know. I was like, yeah. No, you were just you don't typically yell that much, and you yelled for four hours, and it's like, yeah, well, that was it. See, I'm always screaming and yelling, so I know I know the difference <laughs> between a, a regular screaming sore throat and a COVID sore throat. Well, you've never had COVID, though, so you don't know. But you know what a screaming sore throat feels like. Oh, yeah. I, I'm ranting and raving constantly. Yeah. Oh, and I know we're not doing swoons, but I just want to shout out because I'm like a proud friend. But um, my friend won an Emmy on Sunday night. Oh, Mick. Yeah. So my my one of my best friend's um, husband's, Mick. So he's my friend. But he's my friend-in-law. He's my bestie-in-law. Um, he won for The Queen's Gambit. So yes, I was... And- he yeah. got a good shot in the in the camera too. Yeah, he looked great, super handsome up there. Slick, really proud yeah. of him. So, um, yeah, everybody watch the Queen's Gambit if you if you already. haven't already. Yeah, and congratulations to Mick for that big. He's got that Emmy. So next time you go, when you visit them, I you're know. gonna get to see his Emmy. That's so exciting. I get to hold the Emmy. It's very, it's very exciting. I can't wait. I'm, uh, I'm thrilled. And then because he, um, and his wife moved to London. Sadly, I'm not excited about that part. But, um, so I haven't seen him in so long. So it was so funny to the first time to see him in months was on TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was odd. But well, in anyway. other exciting news. Yes. Sorry. I just want to brag about my friend. No, it's great. That's awesome. It, it's yeah. it's it's very, you know, it's not every day that a friend wins an Emmy. No. And it was, yeah. And it's and he won the last Emmy of the night because his uh, wife is in uh, London because she's pregnant with a baby. And so she was trying to stay up till 4.30 so I could FaceTime her so she could watch the broadcast. It was a it was a faulty system we had set up. I ended up just taking a video of it and, and sending it to her, which she said was better. <laughs> You just bootlegged it? Well, yes. She tried very hard to be able to watch the broadcast live, and it just was not happening. So, Yeah. Anyway. Well. We have bigger, more exciting news. It's not more exciting than an Emmy, unfortunately. (laughs) But um, we are launching a Patreon. And, And by the time you listen to this, it will already be launched. 
I know. I, it makes me, this makes me so nervous. I don't know why. This took us also so long to do. <laughs> well, it took us long to decide to do it. Yeah. And the reason being is that, you know, we know what it's like out there. We know how uh, how money is tight. Mm-hmm. So we did, we, we, for a while we're thinking, oh, let's, you know, we wanted to give people enough content and be around long enough that people actually would be willing to support us, I think. I think if we would have came out of the out of the shoot asking for dough, it'd be a different situation. But mm-hmm. at this point we're established. We uh have have a a set of fans who are asking how can we support you guys. And and we did a poll on our Facebook troop and they they went with Patreon as the best option. Yeah. And the thing with the Patreon is it's going to be just five bucks a month. We're occasionally going to drop uh, like bonus episodes, but it's not going to be a monthly thing or anything like that. But then we do have stretch goals, right? So if we do get a certain amount of patrons, we're going to add another episode. That's a Patreon exclusive episode and it'll be a book that we review and it'll be chose by, chosen by the patrons. So... We're going to start, we're going to do things like that, but really one of the reasons to do this was because we we were paying out of pocket for the books that we read, for our podcasting hosting, and those things we kind of, you know, we've been paid for those for like three years, so we thought, mm-hmm. hey, let's see if we can get some support in that area. And then also we want to do other cool things like we were talking about going to the Nor Roberts, uh, Nor Roberts town, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that's something that we'd want we want to do, and it'd be great if that would be something that our listeners could help us get done and go to go to the Bridgerton experience, and because they're it's not in New York for some reason. Did you um, see this? That's so odd. That's why I live in New York, so everything comes to me. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we could go to D.C. or something. So we could do Ooh, these. It's in D.C., but not New York. I know. We could oh, okay. do these special different things and, uh, like, really expand the show and make it and make it bigger, which is something mm-hmm. that we really want to do. So we have it up, uh, and you, you'll be able to – there'll be a link in the show notes, of course, but I say it's like – for the price of a Kindle book a month, mm-hmm. you can help support us. We're independent. We don't have ads anymore. We're not on a network anymore. And, you know, I think we have a good support group. So anything that you can, it'd be great if you could help. And, uh, yeah. So, Aaron, is there anything you want to say about the Patreon? Because I've been just blabbing. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, too, it's like we understand times are tough for a lot of people too. And so if you just like the podcast and you, and you don't feel like you can, uh, you just don't have the means or (laughs) desire to support us through the Patreon, like that's okay. Like nothing with the show as it exists now is going to change. Um, we're not going to put, uh, something behind a paywall or anything like that. So if you, if you like the show as it is and you just kind of want to keep listening, that's totally fine too. Like we understand that. And we, you know, we do this show also because we really love connecting with you guys. We love the books. We love the feedback that we get. So um, if you do just want to review us on Apple podcasts, 
um, and tell your friends about us. And that's sort of how you feel like you're best able to give support. Then we love that too. And so that's wonderful as well. Um, you know, I think that's part of the, what we were thinking of with the Patreon was, um, you know, obviously we put in a lot of hours a week (laughs) into the podcast and, um, especially when we do things like the Bridgerton episodes, like that was, (laughs) that was a lot of fun, but that was also a lot of work. Um, And so, you know, I don't, I I think it's definitely like fair to, to try to, uh, to see if anybody would like to support us to sort of doing those kind of things that take more time. Um, More uh, than that, I think is great. Um, But also, you know, it's not like you're not going to be able to have the same experience with us if you if you aren't able to do that. So that's totally fine, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, Can you tell th- that I have like a hard time asking. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you went from you're just pretty much dissuading people from doing it. <laughs> No, I mean, listen, you just went like, everybody well, knows you can just review us and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, too, it's like, I, I I never thought about doing the Patreon, but then a few people on the troop and in other ways were like asking, do you have a Patreon? Like, can we give you money? Like, I want to support you guys. And it was like, let's have a place. Like, if you want to support us, like, that's really lovely. Um, Like. Yes, we now we have a place where that can happen. And it came also from people asking about it, which I think is good, too. I think, um, I don't know, I just, yeah, I, I, I we definitely want to be doing more for you guys. And we feel like, you know, if, if we do sort of meet these stretch goals and things like that, like we're really excited about like doing the Nora Roberts thing, like doing the Bridgerton experience or sort of um, being able to have time to you know, review these long, um, do these longer projects like Starstruck and things like that. It's all stuff we really want to do. Um, And so hopefully through the Patreon, we'll have more like time and space to be able to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's just the realities of creating something is that there is a point where you have to, you, you, you have to look at what you're doing and and whether you can fit into your schedule with stuff that that makes some sort of money and that sounds so gross but it's just the truth right and that's what we came to that's what we were talking about and like you said nothing's changing it's not we're not taking anything away or putting anything Mm -hmm. behind a paywall that's the big thing you can continue to enjoy the show the way it's been but if you want it to be bigger or if you want to just say hey the last two plus years have been really fun here's here's some here's some dough Mm -hmm. so that's that's the big thing but so like i said in the show notes you'll be able to find the patreon we'd love to have some support there and you know it's it's this is hard for us (laughs) (laughs) because we were talking we were talking before and i was like we got to make sure that we don't go on there and and uh act ashamed of doing this Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard it's hard to because we in you know not to make it like a a broader thing but you know in, in this country it's uh, creative endeavors are looked at as side things they're right. they're not looked at as important they're not looked at as something that you should earn a living from and that's always ingrained in you where you know unless a company's paying you or 
unless you're getting big paychecks from the creative things you're doing, you, you it, it doesn't feel like a real thing. And I think this podcast has always felt like a real thing. And I don't want to say we're like buckling to pressure, but the realities of of just living in in the world is like you got to prioritize things. And so we mm-hmm. want to make this a priority and and getting support is a way that we can do that. Exactly. And it's so funny because I always get so nervous about doing this for myself. But like, I'm a Patreon supporter of other podcasts that I really love. And I don't have any (laughs) issue with that. And so I think that's, you know, sort of how I need to think about it. But yeah, we've been treating this very seriously. And we've been treating this. um, I mean, not like a job, because we really enjoy it. And I think a job has a connotation of like, dread or feeling work. And like, we don't, but we do take it seriously. Um, you know, like bringing good content to you guys and making sure that we're delivering on, um, you know, what, what you guys want of us and that we're delivering on time and you can count on us and all those things. So, um, anyway, so this is just the Patreon. (laughs) We're really excited about it. Ultimately, even though this makes it seem like we're like dithering, (laughs) we're really excited about it. We're really excited about the possibilities from it. I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, Also, yeah, if we do meet those goals and you guys get to start picking a book a month for us to read, you'll really get to pick it. So. um, Oh, yeah, that's legitimate power. Yeah, because I think, yeah, we'll do like polls and things like that. So you guys will be able to, to choose what we'll be reading next. And so. You know, is there a long fantasy book that you've been wanting us to read? You could start using your power for good. <laughs> Get all your friends to join the Patreon and then and then we'll do it. We'll have to. Oh, you just all gang up on us and we'll be reading a 600 page <laughs> fantasy romance with shifters. But that's, you know what? We'll be happy about it. We'll, we'll be, be happy thrilled. about it. Absolutely. So that's the Patreon. You can check it mm-hmm. out. And also feedback. Give us feedback. Let us know yeah. what you want to see, what what. uh what your thoughts are it's you know it's it's should be part of a community so we mm-hmm. want to know what what you guys would want to see with the show so definitely mm-hmm. and you guys are always giving great feedback yeah so yeah, definitely. speaking of which we got some emails yeah and we've been gone for a little bit so we're backlogged so if we don't get to everyone obviously apologies but i wanted to read a few Virgin River centric emails because <laughs> Virgin River got picked up for a fourth and a fifth season just I, what uh, a day yeah. two ago something like that yeah like yesterday or the day Monday I I love when they do a two season pickup at once because it's like then the writers can really plan the two seasons it's so hard when they only get a season at a time and so they're like okay so this is either the last episode ever of this show or this episode is launching a whole new season. And that is always such a hard line to, um, to follow. And so I'm really excited to see what the writer is going to do with sort of basically like two seasons at once. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. So we, the first email I want to read is from mm-hmm. dizzy for dizzy podcast. So we got a, an email from another podcast. Mm-hmm. And they say, hi, Aaron, Clayton, producer Patty. I'm just a few minutes into your coverage of Virgin River 9 and 10, and I've been loving all the other reviews as well. You vocalize pretty much 
all the same things I've loved and not loved and hated about this season. Now, this was August, late August, so they're probably through this by now. (laughs) Anyway, I won't make this a long email, but I just want you to know that Ashley and Kristen, they're the podcasters, uh, love your podcast very much. Thank you, Ashley and Kristen. And everybody check out Dizzy for Dizzy. I I looked it up, and it's about Turkish television. So that's very interesting. I'm going to listen to an episode because I just want to see what what, what specifically they're talking about. But Kristen has a wonky – not wonky. It's an amazing theory that I really help – I hope has – okay, I'm going to take that again because I can't speak. Kristen has an amazing theory right here. So I'm with you in having disdain for the Brie – miscarriage, assault story, but I had a thought. What if the mystery lawyer dude, ex-boyfriend, is Todd? With how dark and twisty they've gone this season, I would totally be, uh, it would totally fit in my opinion. And all we really know about the ex is that he's also a lawyer. Mm. So it would tie Todd to Jack outside of his relationship with Charmaine. We already know that this dude is emotionally abusive, controlling, maybe even a gaslighter, and possibly worse. So what if he's somehow using Charmaine to get to Jack and, by extension, Bree? What do you think about that? Because we don't. this guy just came in, and we just don't really know what his situation is. And it happened... Not that long ago, and we haven't ever heard the name of her ex. Yeah, I guess that's a that's definitely a possibility. Because I'm trying to think: has like Charmaine's boyfriend, fiance, been in Jack's bar? Because I feel like if he's avoiding Virgin River, you know, maybe, maybe. See that I like that. I like that theory yeah. and I think that isn't too crazy. So, of course, then that guy is like a true psychopath because you're manipulating this woman who's pregnant with twins. But God bless Charmaine, she is easy to manipulate. Yes. Yeah. And then also we get a PS I agree preacher absolutely deserves better mm-hmm. and Ricky is a total dud. So, mm-hmm. really on the same page with us. Good, yeah. That's important, people to be on our side. <laughs> and then we got another one from Marina uh, from Sao, Sa, I can't say, Sao Paulo, Brazil? Um, I Is that how it. you say it? Okay, we're both bad at this. <laughs> Neither of us speak Portuguese. No. Well, I mean, we should we should know how to say it, but maybe. Do you want me to Google it real quick? Sal, I think it's Sal Paulo. I mean, I'm never going to say it right because I can't say things right, even if I know how to say it. Okay, ready? I Do you want me to play it on YouTube real quick? <laughs> you can if you want. Largest city in Brazil. Not the capital, but the largest city. Sao Paulo means St. Paul in Portuguese. Now, you might be thinking... I think you said it right. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Well, he he didn't say the O. He said Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Okay. Maybe I couldn't hear it that good. Okay, so we got another email, and 
this is also about Todd. Todd is a huge, uh, a huge topic of discussion with Virgin River fans because we know very little about them. Mm-hmm. Now, Mariana also agreed that she she didn't like the third season as much because they didn't really end any story other than Lily's, and so she she was a little bit bummed by it, and I think we were a little bit too. I mean, we loved the season, but we also thought that they could have had some closure, too many cliffhangers. But she's talking about Todd. She says, I'm pretty sure Todd is involved with the drug business, and he was the one who told someone to kill Jack. Mm-hmm. This season starts with Mel saying that Jack, to Jack, it's only been three weeks. You need to take it easy. And when she meets Todd and asks how they met, Charmaine says, it was about a month ago, and Todd says it's more like three weeks. I know this might be a silly detail, but oh. it got stuck with me. It is not a silly detail. I think that is very telling. And wow. then she goes on to say, and I think Brady knew about their plan to kill Jack and went to the bar to save him. And since the person who actually shot Jack saw Brady at the crime scene, they are now trying to incriminate him. Well, it makes sense in my head. I definitely think... That makes some sense. I really think there's something to that. I agree. I think that's good. That's some good intel. That's some good paying attention. So thank you, Mariana. That's great. We love these Virgin River theories. They're going to start, of course, uh, going. We're going to be talking more and more about it as soon as we know when this next season is going to drop, which is probably not going to be for a little while. Probably. Well, I mean, if they're already shooting, do you think maybe Christmas? I think it depends. how I don't know how quickly they could turn it around, but like we got that surprise drop last time. So yeah, hopefully Christmas. And then I think, I think Bridgerton season two is done filming. I think they filmed all summer. So like, I bet they're trying for Christmas then too. We're about to be very busy. Yeah. So we'll see, but thank you. Keep the Virgin river uh, comments coming. The, the theories, we love it. And then mm-hmm. I just want to read one more email because we got a romantic Minaj story rec- recommendation. Yeah. Which I chose Minaj. I bullied <laughs> my way to choose that book Minaj, which turned out to be erotica. So, <laughs> like 90s erotica. So, Rachel emailed us and she said, Hi, guys. I just started listening. I just started listening to your Minaj podcast episode where you accidentally read erotica and I wanted to send you a rec that is more of a romantic poly story. This is not the end by Sydney Bell. It's about an established married couple who welcome a third into their relationship. Anya, Zach, and Cal are wonderful, funny, and believable characters. I think the relationships are sweet and have a good build. There is communication and negotiating and longing and sexual attention and respect. What more can you ask for? Hope everything is going well for you. Stay gold, says Rachel, which I That's, loved. Uh, Thank love you. That. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely put that on the list because we gotta we gotta read a menage that that isn't erotica because you know we we don't wanna be off on menages because I made a bad decision. <laughs> well also I think menages they're always gonna be a little bit more sexual, I think, mm-hmm. in general normally. But yeah, I mean, this one sounds really good and I would be 100% down to try it. Yeah. So, yeah. But thank you for emailing us. We're going to, you know, we'll, 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 
we've we've read all of your emails. We're, we'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and thank you for, of course, communicating with us. We love it. And yeah. And then I know we have kind of a tight show because we got a we got like a, a hard out. But I do need to share exciting news that yesterday I was walking by the free library. So, you know, those free libraries where they're, you know, the the wooden boxes and they're in mm-hmm. front of people's houses and you can open the door and take stuff. That's okay. So I free Yes, I love them. I frequent them. And there's one actually on my street. So I'll always when I'm get back Aww. from my run, I'll stop by, see if there's anything there. Do you drop and stuff I, off there too? Oh yeah, it's because uh-huh. it, like if I find something, read it, and then I'll put it back. Or if I have stuff that I you know want to want to get rid of that I've mm-hmm. read, I'll put it there too. You know, give a book, take a book. Yeah. And I was looking through this one, and I found a little book called "Devil's Daughter" by Lisa Claypes. <gasps> no! <laughs> The, Stop. That, I'm staring at that beautiful cover. My favorite cover ever. This cover that was even, I think it was at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. I was obsessed with this cover. It was like the first romance cover that enchanted me. Mm-hmm. And here I am staring at it. It's the mass market. So it's not like the big hardcover version, but it's just as gorgeous in real life as it is on an internet screen. So I'm very excited to have this. And I can't wait to, to read, read it. it. Yeah. Yeah. We I we need to go back to Clay Pass. It's been too long. We still need to do, again, the magic. And then, I mean, I don't know if we can do all of the Ravenels just because there are so many. But I I think we can pick some of the Ravenels once the, um, the Children of the Wallflower start showing up. Yeah. Maybe that's where we'll start. Oh, I'm so happy. That's so funny that it was that book i know it's of all books it's like my it's it's it, my favorite i'm just it makes me happy just to look at i know it's so beautiful it's gorgeous oh it's such a gorgeous cover now i'm the so gold curious who and the put it there hair. yeah who knows there's a romance reader around there because i i see a lot of romances in there oh that's so good i wonder if they listen <laughs> would it be that funny? would be so <laughs> we would have to have them on. We would have to have them on to do Devil's Daughter with us. If you're listening and you live in Clayton's neighborhood. Yeah, if you put Lisa Kleypas's Devil's Daughter in a tiny, in a tiny, in a little library. Uh, yeah, email us. That'd be so funny. Yeah, well, because you know whose daughter she is. She's my beloved Derek's daughter? No, she's... um. She's the she's Saint Vincent's Saint Vi- daughter. Saint Vincent's daughter. Okay. Yeah. Why well, didn't know? Devil's daughter. The devil in winter. Come on. Oh, he's the devil. That's right. I should have put it together. Yeah. Keep up. Because um, this would have been called Craven's Kid. I know. Well, I did read. <laughs> there is that the like it's a, like a novella set of books, and one of them is is Lydia Lydia's yes. book. It was cute. Listen, maybe we could do it for the, like a quick, short Patreon episode now that we have the Patreon. Um, but I don't know that there... It was like a cute like Christmas novella, and I don't know that there's enough there for an entire... Ep- we wouldn't have much to talk about, but it was... Yeah. Cute. 
And Derek shows nice. up again, which it's always good to see Derek. Always, always want to see some Derek. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Well, so is there anything else that you wanted to talk about this no. week before Listen, we announce our next the, book? Yeah, you finding the devil's daughter was not something you even hinted at. So I'm just, I'm reeling from that. That's so exciting. Yeah. I wanted to surprise you. Yeah. Oh, I always look in those little books in those little libraries and I never see any romance. I always see like weird biographies and stuff like that. I need to start around my oh, neighborhood. I, I need to start putting some romances in. Oh, I have good. I, I have good luck. Oh, I know your neighborhood. There's there's some around there that are okay. that are really good. Then there's ones that are not very good. I know. You know what we should do? I'll get some learning the trope stickers and then I'll start putting the stickers inside the romance books. This is going to be some guerrilla marketing. And then I'll put them in the different little books and we'll see. Oh, that's cool. That is guerrilla marketing. You yeah. definitely get one listener from that. I think it'll be <laughs> worth it. Listen, <laughs> it'll be a quick, you know, it'll be a some amount of cash and quite a bit of time. Yeah. Every listener is valuable. That is so true, but it would be fun. It would be fun yeah. to find that in, in a romance book. Yeah. Um, but, all right, guys. Show, should we talk about what we're going to be reading next? Yes. Let's talk about it. So as we're talking about authors to go back to, and you guys know how we feel about Clay Pass, but there is another author that we go back to, and that is Lauren Donner, who writes the New Species series. It's been a minute since we've done a New Species. And we were trying to think this week, oh, what should we do? We know already that we want to do Witchy October. So obviously, also, if you guys have a book, uh, a romance that features a witch that you want to recommend us, email us. Even if you've emailed us before, <laughs> just send it to us again, just so that it's fresh on our minds, because um, we're going to be picking those for October. Um, and so we were like, well, what should we do before? And we could only do new species. It's been too long since we've been away from Homeland. Um, yes. And so the next book in the series is Brawn and it is new species number five. So we're getting, slap it? yeah, we're getting deep in the new species cause it's, there's only 15. So we're a quarter of the way through. There's only 15. <laughs> That's so many books. And we've only done five. I know. Well, I think what this is good is like we really do space them out. So then whenever we do read one, it is so fun. Like, I feel like if I read these in quick succession, they might get to be a little bit. It'd be you numbing. Know. Yeah. But I think when whenever we dip back in, you remember things and you forget things. And it's always it's really, really fun. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, yeah, should we, shall we flap? Yeah. Okay, so one look at Braun and Becca is wondering how he'd look without his clothes. Braun is instantly attracted to Becca, but has sworn to never touch a human female. They just aren't sturdy enough and he likes his sex a little rough. He is shocked to learn he'll be living with her when she refuses to leave her home. He is there to represent new species and to learn about humans. So maybe this will be a good educational experience. He just has to keep his hands off her. His good intentions go astray when they are kidnapped and locked together inside a cage. Braun finds himself reliving a nightmare when he is once again subjected to breeding experiments at the hands of new species enemies. They will use Becca to get what they want from him. Braun will do anything he can to protect her, but they only have each other to depend on while trying to survive. 
oh man, experiments again. This is going to be a bummer, maybe. I know. We got to keep going through it, though. Yeah. I guess it's part of the life of being a new species. Yeah. You can't get away from experimentation. <laughs> what a bummer. But no, I mean, I think we're going to enjoy this book. It is, yeah. it is funny that that is our go-to. Oh, what can we read? Oh, I guess we'll just fall back on the uh, humans crossed with animal DNA book uh, series. Lo- yeah. That but, we-, <laughs> but we love them. We love them. And I think I think the audience, it, uh, we we have we we get uh, a lot of response when we do those books too. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Excited about the Patreon. It's gonna be good. I know. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. So you can uh, always email us at learningthetoastpodcast at gmail.com. Like we said, email us your witchy book recommendations, um, any other recommendations, questions, comments, anything. Um, Plot theories. (laughs) Virgin River Plot Theories. Clayton loves them. And uh, we are on Twitter at Learning Tropes and on Instagram at Learning the Tropes. Uh, We also have merch, which is linked below. Um, Oh, and we have our Facebook troop. So Learning the Tropes troop. That's a lot of fun. You can come visit us there. And then we also have our TikTok, which is run by Annie. Um, so if you guys are on TikTok, definitely follow us over there as well. And, and then last but not least, we got the Patreon, oh, which God. is Learning the Tropes. So we're going to start to add that one. And you can mm-hmm. just go to Patreon and search for Learning the Tropes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll also probably have a link in show notes, right? Oh, Absolutely. Yep. So if you do want to join the Patreon, we would really appreciate it. We would love it. Um, Because like we said, there's a lot of really fun things that we are planning um, and we'll be able to do sort of with the help of the of the Patreon. So we're looking forward to all that as well. So, yep, definitely check out the Patreon in the link below. And then. um, All right, guys, well, we'll see you next week when we're reading Brawn by Lauren Donner and happy reading. Happy reading. All right. Bye, guys. 